hard work every day Not a lazy mom, got no time to play Always on the go, you stuck on the flow But it's time for the show Okay, so today <laughs> we have a really fun topic. Not that we don't ever have fun topics. I think all of our topics are pretty fun. We end up joking and laughing anyway. <laughs> but today, to discipline or not to discipline? That is the question. So yeah, we have our fabulous Allie who is like literally counting down any minute. She is about to just, she might even drop the baby in I the I know, studio. my water <laughs> might break right here. <laughs> that would be yeah. insane. We'll just YouTube how to deliver a baby, right? <laughs> Not me, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, God, there's Chris. Big pro. What's going on? Super dad, back in the booth. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be so fun because everybody has their differences when it comes to what they call discipline and how they choose to discipline. You know, some people tongue lash, some people spank, some people have time out, some people count. You know, how do you discipline your kids? Should this be something discussed prior to having kids? How do you handle differences when you and your partner disagree on the method of discipline? Does it depend on the crime? Does it depend on, you know, what they did? Like, you know, how how do you determine what is going to be the ultimate punishment? And it's funny because my views have changed since before having kids and how I thought I would be as a parent to now that I actually have some. I'm actually quite lenient. Wow. <laughs> I thought I was going to be this super disciplinarian, but I'm actually, uh, I'm not as lenient as my husband. But um, yeah, I actually found a loving way to discipline my kids where they still get the point and we maintain that line of respect. So I don't know, who wants to open up with this one? Ella, you can go ahead. Uh, so for me and Chris, I know that you and I have like talked about our like growing up, we grew up very similar where we had very strict uh, parents. So for me, I, I was scared to discipline in the beginning and I would bottle it all in. And then when Sam would do something small, I would get ridiculously frustrated and act completely out of line because I was <laughs> being too lenient before and just letting everything slide. Right. So and then it got to a point where Sam knew to take advantage of me and he'd be hitting a lot. He'd be punching me a lot, kicking, oh, biting. I mean, it was bad. So I I would try time out. I would get so frustrated. I'd try so many things. And then I would look at my husband who Sam totally respects, doesn't hit, doesn't kick, doesn't bite. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to look at how my husband is disciplining. Mm-hmm. And he, instead of doing time out, instead of yelling, you know, spanking, any of that, he brings Sam to the side into another room or somewhere to the side, and he goes, let's take three deep breaths together. Oh. And they take deep breaths together, and he says, Sam, look into my eyes, and they have a real conversation. Wow. And, and Matt explains what he did wrong, why he can't do those things, and mm -hmm. at the end of it, Sam will go, okay, I'm sorry. I hear you, Daddy. And I'm not even kidding. Aww. That's really good. It's really beautiful. And so, and so now, you know... It's like we hate to admit when our partner's right. Well, maybe I just hate to. But uh, I look at Matt and I'm like, you know what? I so appreciate watching you do this. And I so appreciate how he how he's teaching our son and raising him. I mean, he doesn't hit me anymore. He doesn't bite, doesn't kick, doesn't do any of that. Wow, because I have learned also to like take a deep breath and to not get frustrated and mm. to approach the situation differently. Because I feel like when we approach it really loud and heated, then oh, yeah. they're not going to understand. They won't accept it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, 
And again, it's hard because toddlers have temper tantrums and they limp to the ground and they kick up the <laughs> yeah, they, that, that they hole. They put on. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. you know, you know, one thing yeah. about what you said, too, like, you know, when you're yelling and you're going off on them, you know, we're human at times. You get frustrated. But the biggest thing is um, I hate to see my kids, like, get scared yeah. of me when I, like, you know, lash out with rage or yelling or whatever mm-hmm. at, at them. And I would tell them, like, listen, like, I'm not going to hit you. Just calm down. Daddy's just frustrated. You know, you need to do this. You need to do that. And then they'll get it. But and mind you, know. you, Chris hardly ever gets mad at them. Like yeah. he are, he hardly ever raises his voice. I still have not heard him yell the way he does on the football field at home. Like he doesn't do that. Yeah. Right, right. So if he does have to get loud with them, they know. It's they know. Like oh, right. we and Milani, she just far. she'll start crying in a heartbeat. You know, I need a Chris, hug. Christopher will get a little shook and he gets nervous. And I'm like, look, I don't want you to be nervous, but listen, you're out of line right now. But you know, like you say, you know, we grew up similar, but. You know, everything in my house growing up was, you know, you could get hit at any minute from yeah. my dad. You know, mm-hmm. he's a Vietnam veteran and, you know, he didn't he didn't play. I mean, he went overboard at times. So the biggest thing for me, I didn't want to have my kids intimidated or scared of me. So I was very lenient with them early on. Now, I'm a little bit more strict, you know, now that they kind of understand what they're doing and stuff like that. But when they were really young, I was very lenient towards it. I just didn't want to be that parent to have my kids scared of me. And, you know, at that times they took advantage, too, they took advantage I, yes, of it. Yes, that yeah. is exactly. I felt like I was completely taken advantage of mm-hmm. and because of that, because he knew. Mm-hmm. So, But I think that there's a balance there. I think there's like, you don't need to hit and to scream, right. but you do need to, you know, teach respect and mm-hmm. and all of that. But yeah. I will yeah. pop a hand or a butt from time to time. Yeah. I mean, I will pop them, <laughs> but I will never take them in there and just beat them with a belt or... No, um, the, va- the vacuum yeah. cleaner extension cord, like we used to get, oh, you know, right? Yeah. They, we yeah. used to get abused. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> I know, and it was like, okay. yeah. there is no reason. All of that picking a switch and 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 using a belt and man, did you ever get soap abused. in your mouth? No, like, oh, Never I actually, had oh, I had liquid soap in my mouth. Yep, no. What yep. is wrong with our parents? My dad, my dad made me <laughs> eat an apple out of the trash one time. I, it my was dad so made disgusting. me eat pancakes out the trash, but there was nothing in the trash but those pancakes. But still, no, it was no the we had yes, stuff. <laughs> we had other stuff in the trash. I was Ew, pissed. Did you, you dig through for the apple? I'm was sorry. It, no, it, no, it was kind of on the top, but I was pissed. Still, Ew. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, things I would never do to my kids. I would never subject them to. My dad, for the most part, he always just said no. <laughs> like it was everything. Dad, can I? no. Like, literally couldn't even get the word out. No. <laughs> so, like, more so that was the discipline. But we did get uh, a few spankings in my mm-hmm. day, definitely. But um, I just felt like when I started having kids and I had Christopher, I just felt like there was a different way that you could go about getting them to see this is not right or this is how you do things without physically mm-hmm. hitting him. Now, there may be times where I might have to take his hand and pop it, definitely. But for the most part... The, the biggest discipline for Christopher these days is the iPad. If you can't act right, That's right. no iPad. And, and when I tell you, right away. <laughs> he will straighten up quick. No, no, mommy, I promise. He is so obsessed with that iPad. So if anything, that is the biggest bargaining tool. Christopher, have you did you did you get all your words right today at school? No. Okay, let's do your words first, and then you can have the iPad. Like everything, that is the bargaining tool for us for everything. Like lately, yeah, and rewarding too. Like right. okay, well you get it done, then you get your iPad. Right. Exactly. So we use that all the time. If you want to wake up and you want to be acting a fool, hitting your sister, not listening, no iPad for the rest of the day. And I'm tough. I'll be like, no iPad for the rest of the week. That's no what, iPad okay. for a month. 
Matt does that too. And I'm like, do they even understand what that means? Like, Matt will look at Sam, our yes. three year old, and be like, no TV for a month. I'm like, he has no idea a what a minute old, is. Maybe Matt. But Christopher knows. Christopher that's knows. Long time. Yeah. He knows it's a long time. He knows it's a long time. Going back to what you were saying about, you know, how hitting is, you know, how we don't, I, I almost feel like the hitting. Our parents knew it wasn't teaching or didn't know it wasn't teaching us anything, but I feel like it was more because they were so frustrated. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't think they were hitting to teach us a lesson. A part of me, because I've been there, not where I'm I'm hitting Sam by any, I, I've never ever done that, but it's more like I can feel my blood boil because mm-hmm. I'm so frustrated. Yes. yes. Um, and so I, I went to uh, my postpartum therapist and I told her, I'm like, I'm just getting so frustrated. I don't know what to do. And I feel like he, does, he doesn't deserve to see my temper be like this. And she said, it's okay to walk away and take a moment aside when they're having a temper tantrum when they're acting up when they're not listening if you need a minute give yourself a minute because then you can come back in and react differently yeah that's true a lot of times our reaction towards what they're doing plays a huge part for sure yeah there are times where uh, I would literally I never paid any attention to temper tantrums like Christopher learned early on if you act like that I'm just gonna look at you like you done I'm not giving that any attention. No, and then he caught on pretty good because one time um, he threw himself down one time. And it was so funny because he threw himself down so hard that he hurt himself. (laughs) And he started crying even more, right? Did you laugh? How did you know? Oh, God. No, no, I just just watched him and I was just like, see, that's what happens, you know? So the next time, mind you, Christopher was probably like a little over a year old and it was the funniest thing ever. So the next time he didn't get his way about something, he's, "Eh," he gently stops, lays on the floor, puts his head all the way down and just lays there and then proceeds to start crying. It was almost like he knew he couldn't throw himself down. It was a down. safe landing <laughs> this yeah, time. So he would literally gently like lay down and then get himself comfortable and then start fussing <laughs> again. And I, I I have it on video. It is the most hilarious thing. Um, So he learned early on that, all right, temp, temper tantrums is not my thing. Yeah. I won't be throwing myself on no floor. But um, no, Christopher is, that little boy is something else. He he de- he definitely will get it really quickly. But I just feel like if I can have a conversation and talk to my kids like little adults, which I've been doing since mm-hmm. they were babies, I feel like they really can understand. And I'll use big words. And then that's when I know they're listening. Because I'll be like, you can't do that. That's very inappropriate. Mommy, what does inappropriate mean? You know, so now we're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And now they, they and it's funny because then they start using those words too. <laughs> <laughs> which they do all the time. But... I feel like we can talk and we can kind of figure it out and I can get them to understand that what you did wasn't nice or what you said hurt mommy's feelings. Do you realize that mommy's feelings can be hurt the same way when you feel sad? Do you know that mommy can feel sad too? And then they're looking like, wow, like, wow, I didn't know. Cause they look at us like we're invincible, mm-hmm. you know? So when I tell them in terms of that, then it's like, wow, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Now when they say, sorry, they really mean it. And, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it, I guess it depends on your kid. Because I've had friends who've had kids that literally they can do anything to their child and they still won't listen. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. One of my girlfriends, actually, she she's struggling right now because she said she tries the, you know, the no iPad trick. You know, well, you're mm-hmm. not going to use your iPad. He'll say, okay, I don't want my iPad. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Well, you know, you're not going to have dessert tonight. Eh, I don't want dessert. Oh, and he's wow. like four. Yeah. What? I know. So I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm tapping out on this one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, that's but that's when maybe you try the timeout thing. I mean, you and I've done that before with Sam when he 
and when it's constant, will do timeout and will set, you know, Alexa in the corner for a minute and he just has to sit there. And and that's when he kind of can self-reflect a little bit if he's not ready to listen to a, a conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because I don't know. I've. Have I done timeout? I guess our version of timeout is go to your room, which you, I it think is. you, you were at our house before. Yes. With that, I could Allie. not believe that. <laughs> and, it, and it hurts their feelings big time. But like Milani went to her room. Like right. she, she sat actually her bed, listened and she, and she waited there crying. And I told her, you can come down when you're done crying. You get yourself together and you can come down and apologize. It amazing. Yep. And they'll sit up there and cry for 10, 15 minutes, however long they need. And Mommy, I'm ready to be a big girl now. <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe she walked herself there. I mean, Sam can't be, he can't be alone at all. Well, I got cameras in her room, so I can monitor and see no, what no, she's doing. No, no, I mean, doing. he won't be alone. Oh. Like, oh, he, he will freak out by being alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's at that point where he can't be alone. Well, Melania's a little different breed. When Christopher's scared to go in the kitchen at nighttime in the dark, Melania will walk him in there. Really? Oh, yeah. The second child's she, always yes. braver. They are. Yes. The second child's always braver. Yep. I don't know what it is about that first child. It, it's <laughs> crazy because I, I remember when we were in um, elementary school, the teacher are, would make you stick your nose in the corner. Yeah. And I I, I pulled that with Christopher the other day. He's just sitting there looking crazy. <laughs> Monique is cracking up in the back <laughs> under her breath. <laughs> so for Dying maybe like laughing. three or four minutes and pulled him out. But I think stuff, stuff like that can really, you know, be effective. You know, um, it kind of hurts their feelings. It lets them know, you know, you're out of line. And instead of, you know, actually hitting on them or always taking stuff from them, just give them five to ten minutes in the corner or in their room and they'll get it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most I of never, the time. Anytime, even if I do have to result to like hand popping, I never do it to hurt physically. It's more like, like he said, hurting feelings. Like mm-hmm. I'll literally just tap it. And just because mommy had to do that to you. That is what makes them get so upset. It's not that, like, I physically hurt them. No. Right. It's, like, basically, like, whoa, mommy must really be upset, and that and that hurts their feelings, too. Mm-hmm. And and most times when my kids are acting out of control, I'll just, like, grab them and give them a hug and just be like, what's going on? Like, are you tired? Are you cranky? Did you have a bad day? Honestly, when you, you gave me that advice once, um, you said before, you know, anything, just hug them sometimes mm-hmm. you know if you can tell something's off just get to their level give them a big hug because sometimes that's all they need yeah and honestly that has helped a lot and oh, i good. feel like it helps me too personally like yes. it helps us both just calm down from the situation yep. it helps me understand okay he's three years, three old. years old like come that's on that's when you remember Let's, yeah mm-hmm. exactly because sometimes they act like little grown people right where and we forget yes yes now, has this been an issue for you? Because it is sometimes for me and Chris. Um, I mean, sometimes they'll do stuff and say stuff, and it is hilarious. And it is so hard to correct. Or they'll say something back at you when you're correcting them. Like, I do it all the time to Chris. Chris would be correcting them, and I'll be, <laughs> I'll be looking at him, like, not laughing out loud, but my back is to the kid, and I'm looking at Chris, like, <laughs> like literally about to explode, and he gets mad at me because he's like, you're going to make me get, laugh. And yeah. then she'll get on me for, like, disciplining him and then laughing at the same time. Right, right. right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I get it. Oh, my God, because it's not effective if you discipline and then laugh because now They'll they think you're a joke. Too, I yeah. know. Sometimes it's so hard it to is. keep a straight face, yeah. but once they catch you even smirking, yes. then they know that, they like, oh, yeah, they not that serious. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And then from then on out, they don't know when you correct them if you're really correcting uh-huh. them or is this a joke, you know? know. So, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, <laughs> I definitely think that my views from when I did not have kids before I got married 
um, have changed as far as my parenting goes uh, versus actually becoming a parent. I thought I was going to be like very strict and very, you know, but I, I come to see that I kind of let my kids uh, speak freely. And if they say something that's inappropriate, we talk about it. Like they just seem because we have that dialogue, they just seem like they are more mature than they should be at the age that they are. I don't know. It's weird. And and they really get it. Like, I'll be just talking to them and saying, like, you know, when you do that, you know, that's not nice to your sister. How does that make you feel when she does that to you? Or And they really will sit down and have a whole conversation. And then we'll talk together, me, Christopher, and Milani. And then Milani always... She's forever like the uh, brown noser. So yeah, yeah, because when you do that, that really will hurt my feelings. And and the, you, she's such like, <laughs> she's funny. She acts just like me though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but she'll and then you know she'll want her apology. Well, Christopher, you didn't say sorry. I'm sorry, Milani. And that's okay. Like she's <laughs> that kid. Wow. Yeah, she's really funny. But like, have you had any views like before you had kids and? You know, like that you were like, oh, I'm definitely not letting my kid do this. I'm definitely not letting him do that. And then you have them and it's like, it's not that serious. You I, know? I, I honestly feel like before I had kids, I was just really scared in general about the whole disciplining thing because I grew up in such a strict household that now and I was always scared that I was going to become, you know, what my parent, how my parents dis- or how my mom disciplined me. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm almost like really I'm proud of myself for learning to not do it that way and to navigate how to speak to Sam like an adult and how to have those conversations and stuff. Right. Um, And it really is because Matt has helped me. And I feel like Matt always thought that he was going to be the super strict dad. Mm -hmm. Um, But he gives in definitely more than I do with some things. Like I will say, you know, no iPad. If you do this, no iPad, and I'll stick with it. Where Matt, like an hour later, will be like, okay, well, you get your iPad now. Right, so, right. But yeah, for sure. And that, well, I've had times where, you know, I would tell him no iPad, and I, I knew I had to stick to it. But then if he started acting better, I was like, well, you know, I said no iPad for the rest of the day. But I like how you improved and you recovered after you just did whatever you did. So if you do this then maybe I'll give you, you know, 20 minutes on an iPad. So it's like my way of gradually giving them what they want without making me look like I went back on my word. So they'll still take it seriously. So, yeah, we've tried that, and that's been pretty effective for us. Um, So, yeah, when you and Matt were dating, I know Chris and I, I know what, you know, our story is, but did y'all talk about kids and how you would discipline before, like, did y'all have a plan when you were pregnant and you're about to have the baby? Like, okay, this is how we're going to approach different things as it happens. Did y'all ever? Oh, yeah. Matt yeah. always said that he was going to be like, oh, I know that I'm going to be the strict one in the house. I'm going to be like this. I'm going to be the disciplinary. And I was like, okay, well, then I'll just pass Sam off to you when he's acting bad. <laughs> but then watching and seeing how he, I, I feel like almost... Something clicks when we become parents. I don't know what it is, but we understand our children. We see that how they behave. We kind of, we're just, it's all a learning process. You know, they're Mm -hmm. learning us, we're learning them. And so Matt sees that talking to him works and to not be this like kind of dad has made them have such a great relationship that that's what's helped me too. But yeah, we definitely talked about it beforehand and we always would make jokes. Like Matt was going to be this like super strict, like, grumpy dad um and he's just he's just not what about you chris you know um we definitely talked about it um i I think it's very important to you know talk about how you're going to discipline your kids because you know um you know monique could be 
or, or say since you're dating somebody and they feel like it's okay to whip kids with a belt, you know, and you might not feel it that's cool. So you should basically iron those things out uh, beforehand. That way you're on the same page. And uh, we yeah. definitely worked that out. Yeah, you know, we never talked about doing like spanking beforehand mm-hmm. and I just never thought to because I think growing up with it I was just like oh my gosh that's awful nobody will ever do that but you really should have those conversations yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember when Monique was pregnant with Chris I was like I can't wait you had that baby so I can spank that baby she said so mad with me <laughs> I'm like why is it the first thing you say so ignorant well you are not spanking my baby <laughs> but you you should have those conversations I, I think it's really important yeah, I, I feel like um, if you don't, it'll lead to a lot of marital issues down the road. And now you'll have issues as a couple and parenting issues, right. you know, not being on the same page. Because a lot of times when you have kids, those are the source of most of the arguments. At oh, least totally. That was my experience growing up. My parents, 90% of the time when they were arguing, it was about us. Hmm. And I'm like, dang, why is it's like we're a gift and a curse? You know, like, why are the kids being the main reason for the arguments? And that's one thing that I did not want, which is why Chris and I, we had a plan and we were like, okay, what are, what are your views? Not even before we even had the plan, I want to know what you truly believe. Like, what is your method? Like, what do you think you'll do if your kid did this, that, or the other? Um, and how do you see yourself being as a parent to make sure that we were on the same page, like way in advance. So um, we definitely did that. And even now uh, I might disagree with a way Chris might be disciplined or he might disagree with a way that I am. But one thing we will never do and our kids are young. So I pray going forward that we stick to this, but we never disagree in front of the kid. We always will like pull each other to the side and say, look, I think that was a bit much. Or, you know, if you do this or the other, like, you know, I might disagree with him, but it's going to be me and him talking. And I feel like if you do it in front of the kid, that's going to cause a lot of tension. I know. And even if they're young, if you start doing it when they're young, I still feel like it's going to be that way when they get older because it becomes now a pattern. It becomes a habit. And the kids know how to play you from that, too. And the kids are little but manipulators. One, but one thing I will say, now, if you you have a spouse that's beating the hell out of that kid, go in there and stop it. So uh, let, let's, just, yeah. let's just get that yeah, clear yeah, as well. But, but Monique is definitely right. You should be on the same page because you don't want your kids playing you. You know, they'll figure it out real quick. I know. And, and then now you have a real issue. They're doing one thing and then going to the, you know, the, parent, the other parent and oh, yeah. Yeah, maneuvering their way around to get what they want. So you definitely have to be on the same page. I, I think that we've gotten better about not calling each other out when we're like, okay, you know, just give him a little bit of it. Like, you know, he gets right, it. Right, Let's right. move on from it. Because we were doing that in Sam's face at first. Oh, um, and now we realize, okay, whatever. We just got to be a team. That's You go in together, unless it's like an extre- extreme situation, but you go in together as a team. So I'll bite my tongue if if Matt is, you know, disciplining and having a conversation with him. Um, and then after, or even maybe not after, sometimes I just kind of let it go. And I'm like, you know what? If that upset Matt, that upset Matt. It is what it is. You just let it go. But if it's something where I'm like, okay, that really wasn't that big of a deal, mm-hmm. I might say something right. outside of it. Right, yeah. right. It's funny because our kids, even now, when they're asking for permission to do something, like for instance, if Christopher wants a snack, you know, he'll ask, Daddy, can I have a snack? And Daddy will say, yeah, that's fine. You can go ahead and get it. And most kids just go get it. Christopher then finds me. Mommy, Daddy said I can have a snack. Can I have the snack? Whoa! <laughs> really? Yes, every time. I'm like, well, if Daddy said you can do it, then go ahead. But 
he still will come and he makes sure that both of the both of us actually said yes. That's he does amazing. it all the time. But I think that credits a lot to the fact that Chris and I are always on the same page to the point that the kids even see it. So they know they can't get over on right. either one of us, you know, except for when Chris snuck him soda that one time. <laughs> but uh, that was years still ago. Too soon. <laughs> Me and Monique, we hadn't had an argument for a while, so I figured I'd just give you just a little soda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have some fun. Yeah. It has been a while since we had an argument. <laughs> it's been really yeah, good. Life's been really good lately. Yeah. Shoot, we better prepare. It might Uh-oh, be coming. You just no. jinxed it. We yeah. just, we, Storm we went, clouds are coming. You know, this, this past year, we went through so much with different things happening and different changes and a lot of stress and you know getting rid of people out of our lives that really didn't mean us any good, so... You know, I just think now is a you know good season for us. We can actually sit back and and relax, you know, and enjoy yeah. each other. So it it was a good deal. And now let's enjoy this. We're enjoying yeah. the Nothing bad's labor. coming right now. <laughs> yes, no, that that's definitely true. So I want to bring up another point too. Um, if you have a child that is overall unhappy, you know, cranky as soon as they wake up. Some kids aren't morning kids, and I get it, but. If you notice a pattern and your child is always cranky, always fussy, um, you need to investigate their sleep. I mean, I had to go through it with Christopher at one point. He would sleep 12 hours. He would go to bed at 8 o'clock. He would wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning. And he would wake up and he would still be fussy and cranky. This is back when he was like a little over a year old. Hmm. And I'm like, this is odd. Like, why is he so cranky? And then he would not really get happy and excited until after he had another nap. So it would like, he would be cranky all morning, nap time would come, then he would wake up and then he felt better. I'm like, what is going on? He wasn't always like this. So I started investigating his sleep. So um, at that time he was sleeping in his own bed. So I actually had him sleep in our bed and I just wanted to observe him and see like, cause he always was a snorer, even as a baby, which isn't good. Um, But he was always tossing and turning. I let him sleep in our bed one night And he was sleeping so wild. So I started doing some research. Turns out when you're a wild sleeper, it's because your body is not getting the proper, don't quote me on this, but it's not getting the proper oxygen. So it may be something dealing with your breathing. So it's like your your body's literally trying to wake itself up because it's, like it's trying to get you to yeah, yeah it's trying to get you yeah. to move so you can get that oxygen flowing and and you know so you can be sleeping normally. Um so what I started finding out is that Christopher had almost like sleep apnea hmm. um and his adenoids were growing at a much faster rate than the rest of his body because he's such a big boy. So I took him to the doctor, we got him all checked out. Um and yeah, he kept having little pauses in his sleep. Well, those pauses in his sleep were preventing him from getting that really good REM sleep. And that's why he would sleep 12 hours, but he wasn't getting good 12 hours of sleep. I mean, he was probably getting who knows how many, maybe half the hours where he actually was knocked out. But if you're constantly tossing and turning and waking yourself up during that time, you're not getting adequate sleep. That is the reason why I was introduced to essential oils. I started looking up natural ways to help him um, so that he could actually breathe better and not have those pauses, which are so scary. Um, When you see your kid literally stop breathing and I'm looking at him like, and like a few seconds would pass and then he would just <sighs> like That's that. Terrifying. Oh my God. So scary. So that is the reason why we have not for lazy moms. This is what started it was his sleep and me just being a parent that was observing that. And I'm like, this isn't my normal kid. Why is he so fussy? I started buying essential oils. I started diffusing them. Peppermint, eucalyptus, lavender. So every night before he went to bed, and I would notice while that while that diffuser was running, he did not move. 
when we were in Alabama, that's when I first discovered this. I had a uh, lady who used to come to the house and whenever I needed a babysitter. And one night, mind you, she's been around Christopher for some time. She knows that he's a sleeper that is wild, which isn't good, parents. If you see your kid, like, tossing and turning, that's not cute. It's a reason they're doing it. You need to investigate their sleep and make sure they're breathing as, as good as they should be. But my sitter was nervous after this diffuser. She said... I had to keep checking on him. And I was like, why? <laughs> she said, because he normally sleeps so wild and he's tossing and turning. She said, he has not moved from that spot all night. Mm. I said, are you kidding me? And she said, yes. She said, I had to keep going to make sure he was breathing. Wow. That's how much of a drastic change that happened from him having the diffuser in his room to before when he wasn't having it. Which specific oil did you use or did you just like change it up and Oh, I would change it up, but for I I started out with eucalyptus, peppermint and lavender. And it was all the oils that kind of open you up and let your breathing just like it opens your chest up, your airways, everything's nice and open. So I started doing that. And um and then I got more into it. I started doing more research and learning more and then I started using so many different natural remedies that I had friends calling, and hence that's how Not For Lazy Moms <laughs> began. But it literally changed our lives, and it even helped our sleep when we started running the, the diffusers in our room. I noticed that I was sleeping less hours, and I would wake up refreshed. on my own, feeling mm-hmm. so refreshed and wide, wide-eyed and ready to go. And Christopher literally, it was like literally overnight, he became a different kid. He was back to being the kid that he was before he went through this little phase. And... It worked and it changed his behavior. He was doing school part time, um, you know, just to socialize him because he was the only kid. He was doing school part time and even his teachers noticed. They said, wow, "Wow, he is so much happier. Like he's 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 like he's focused. He's he's like playing. He's happy. He doesn't seem cranky. He's not fussy as he was before. Not acting out, I'm sure, as much as he was. Yep. So they even noticed it. So that is one thing I always preach. Like if you have a child that has issues, even if they're older, if they are having issues in their sleep, they can't focus. I mean, issues at school, they can't focus. They just seem unhappy or cranky. You know, just investigate their sleep. Just see if they sleep wild, if they snore, any of those signs. Just try to get something that will help them so that they can open up those airways and get a really good night of sleep. It really does help. That's great advice. Yes, yes. That is it's so key. Um, so definitely investigate sleep patterns and, and see if it helps, see if it changes them. Um but yeah, uh, back to the topic of discipline. It does play a role because sometimes yeah, I was going to say it definitely goes hand in hand. Oh yeah, because yeah. we might be thinking, oh, they're always acting out and they're always so mean, and and the child is all over the place. But it may be because they're just not getting good sleep at night. Simple as that. And sometimes I always think like if there is a point where you know, let's say it's not the sleep thing, but there you do notice that there's a shift. Um, in their behavior, I'm always like, okay, they could be going through something, you know, even, Mm -hmm. even though they're not babies anymore and they don't go through those wonder weeks growth spurts, they're still developing and growing through stuff, going through stuff constantly where that Mm -hmm. could be a change. Or a lot of times right before Sam gets sick, I feel like I notice that he's acting out like he's starting to not feel well, you know, Mm -hmm. definitely. So, but even though he doesn't have a cough yet or doesn't sound congested yet, like it's something is brewing where, you know, your kid is not acting like how they normally are acting. it's, It's crazy too, because Milani for like three weeks, the last three weeks, she has been like literally whining and crying and pouting every day, way more than what she normally would do. And um, um, Monique was getting on to her, like, listen, you need to stop all the whining. You need to be a big girl, this and that. 
And then it kind of triggered in my mind. I was like, you know what? Well, let me just kind of ask her, like, what's going on? Remember, Monique? And I was like, yeah. you, know, are, you know, are you happy? Did somebody do something to you? You know, what's going on? Why are you, you know, this and that? You know, at school, are you having fun? And, you know, he talked. she talked about how this little boy hits her or whatever. But I, that wasn't really the, the big issue. But, you know, the whole reason I'm saying that is sometimes you need to investigate why the mood changes are there instead of always thinking they're just showing out being bad. Yes. And you have to discipline them. It could be something happening going on in their life that's crazy for them. And you need to investigate and fix it, you know, or try to fix it at least mm-hmm. or get them some help. So yeah. that's one thing. In Melani's case, with us having the new the new baby, she just wanted more mommy time. Attention. I she think wanted that's more attention. Yeah. Yeah. So, so lately I've been cuddling with her. I've been picking her up and just like messing with her like, oh, my big baby. And she she just like she just loves it. Like, totally. Yeah, and that's what she's been missing. I think because a lot of times whenever you have a new baby into the mix, the child will revert, and that's what she's going through. Christopher went through it with Milani when she was about six months old. Yes. And then <laughs> Milani is now going through it with Chase, and he's four months. So, right. um, so yeah, it's, it's 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 actually good indicators to kind of really zone in on what's going on because kids have stress just like parents, mm-hmm. just like adults. They they really do, and um, just making sure that. No one's doing anything to her that's hurting her feelings or, you know, whether it's at school or even at home. Just making sure that I want my kids to be the happiest kids on the block, like literally. So I'm always just like, all right, what's what's really happening? Tell yeah, me about your day. On. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, honest, so when I obviously I didn't potty train Sam like you guys did when he was you know a yeah. newborn um, I waited she's at a newborn <laughs> I know Chase is currently on the potty right now I know, right? he's uh, about to be he's uh, already trying to sit up his, oh my gosh I knew it I'm just waiting for, I'm waiting to see his cute little tushy in underwear like, it's gonna happen soon but so mm-hmm. I waited and I started potty training Sam at two mm-hmm. and there was like a month of A, me trying to potty train, and B, he was acting out like crazy. <laughs> oh, I gosh. mean, just being, uh, I don't want to say it, but you know, like I just a miserable situation. And so I took a step back and I was talking to my pediatrician about it. And she was like, you know, it sounds like he's actually really stressed. Is there anything you're doing right now? And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to potty train him. She was like, okay, well, if he's not ready for it if he's lashing out then you probably should just take a break right okay so I stopped I took a break and like a month after that he wanted to be put in underwear and he was ready on his terms so it's like sometimes you know when we again take a step back and we're like what is really going on because you're acting crazy you know we realize you're right kids get stressed and that was stressing him out they do we have this um uh going off topic a little bit but kind of still within the topic. Um, there's a thing called uh, Zytoscan that you can use for essential oils and it tells you um, it tells you what oils you need. So you put your hand on it and you do it for like five minutes. They have other ones now where you don't even have to do it for as long uh, as the same length of time. But uh, one of my um, one of my friends came in town who is the one that pretty much teaches me about oils all the time. Uh, and she brought her Zytoscan and we Zytoscan the kids. This was uh, this was two years ago when they were starting at a new school. Both of them, both of them, Melania and Christopher. So she tests both of them, and all the oils that came back that both of them needed were all stress related. Wow! They were starting a new school, and they were stressed huh. out. We were moving into the house in Potomac. Everything was changing, and they were completely stressed out. <laughs> I could not believe it. She said, "Yeah, your kids are under." 
a lot of stress. <laughs> she was and like, you don't That's think why. about it because you Crazy. know they're sitting there with their toys. Yeah. They get to they're you know they yep. live the life, whatever. Yeah. But they do have those feelings. Actually, now that you're saying it, I almost wonder because Sam lately has been, you know, he's gone through a really great like listening streak lately. It's been a little taken off track, mm-hmm. and I almost wonder it's you know we moved some of the stuff out of his room into the baby's room oh, and yeah. stuff. So I wonder if it's that that kind of thing is is all those changes. Oh, yeah. He's noticing it. Could it. be affecting Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you about, I mean, he's literally about to drop a load I of know. a baby. So it's <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. yeah, he's noticing that and, you know, just keep talking to him and preparing him. But, but yeah, maybe you should get some lavender. I know. Relax. I'm so I glad know. you said drop a load of a baby. I know. Me that. too. I was like, uh. <laughs> Why is she putting your business out there? (laughs) You know what's happening to me right now. Oh, Oh my gosh. But no, I feel like um, maybe, yeah, put some good lavender oil on them and relax them at night. Give them a little massage. Honestly, ever since, like, so he loves to put the oil on himself now. So he knows he puts it... I hope I do this right. He puts <laughs> lavender. He puts lavender on his wrists. Is yeah, that you can right? do it on okay. your wrists too. He does it on his wrists and behind his ears. That's good. Yeah. And on his neck. Yeah. That's, okay. That's fine. Right. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Behind the ears. Um, I use I do that whenever the kids, um, if they're like stuffy nose or I've done itchy. that with um with the other stuff you told me about. The RC. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's really good because it'll keep it'll keep those airways cl- uh, clear too. Yeah, Put but he always there. smells it first, and he goes. That smells Aww. nice, and I'm like, it does because it like relaxes you. I love it. That's good. He's yeah. still waking up like a couple times a night to have me tuck him in, but it's, you know it's fine. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. It does that happen? Okay. All right. I know yeah. that's totally off topic, but it's been driving me nuts. Yeah, Milani still tries it. Lately, she really been trying it. I'm like, little girl, feel like take your butt back to baby. bed. Yeah. What? Nobody listen when those when eight o'clock hits. They need to be asleep. Yes. Because I'm like, this is my time. This is Chris's time. We need to enjoy ourselves. And most time the baby, he'll take like a little nap around that time and then he'll wake up. And then that's when we go to bed after he goes back to sleep. So, which is like close to midnight. Right. Um, sometimes later. It just depends on the day. But, um, but yeah, no, we're finally getting to the point where with my kids, I'm telling them and explaining what the oil is and what it's good for. And then I'll quiz them. And they are doing really good. Oh, I'll that's be like, awesome. Yeah, I'll be like, if you're stuffy, what do you put on your nose? Rosemary. Like, they actually are starting to understand what the oils are for, what they do, and how they're beneficial. So, um, so yeah, it's it's such a fun little thing to do. Like, I, I love that he loves it. Oh, he it's loves awesome. doing it himself. He feels like such a, a big kid. Like, yeah. again, it's that independence. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And lavender is such a gentle oil. That was That's definitely one where you would feel comfortable with him handling. Yeah. But yeah, some other oils, like like um, the spicier ones, like thieves and stuff like that, definitely don't let him handle it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's like one swipe at the eye and the eye is going to feel like it's about to fall out. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually happened to me before. I didn't realize I had some on my finger, remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my, that sounds so painful. And I painful. went to wipe my eye. I was literally screaming. Uh, <laughs> and Chris ain't know what to do. <laughs> it was nothing he could do. I was like, just I give could. me some coconut oil or some olive oil so I can dilute this. And 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 you can't flush it out with water. It'll make it worse. Oh, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Water and oil. Yeah, water makes it worse. It'll make it worse. So you have to get actual like coconut oil Oof, or olive oil, whatever carry painful. oil you use, and just keep putting it on there. And then eventually it'll calm down. <laughs> <sighs> 
<laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, but no, but I think this was this was great. Um, it's kind of hard because obviously your your method of discipline depends on your child. It should never be a situation where this is how I'm going to do things and you're sticking with that because that may not work. Some kids are super sensitive. You can't yell at them. Like um, my kids, please. They hear us talk and yell all the time. So that doesn't really do much for them. Um, but but what I do believe is if no matter how you discipline, you need to give even more love. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I don't feel like my kids look at me and the first thing they think is I'm, I'm in trouble or they're I'm walking on eggshells. Right. Fear. 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 That's what I felt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's like you have to double up on the loving for sure. Right. I so love that, that advice. Know. Right. And you oh, just yeah. can't overreact over everything too because I remember in my house, you know, like I said, fear was a driving factor when it came to my father with discipline with us. You know, if we accidentally dropped a plate, you know, I'm six, seven years old. That's going to happen. Yep. People that's 55 still drop plates to this day. And the thing is, if you dropped a plate, you would get in serious trouble, get, you know, yelled at. It's an accident. It's an accident. And that's what I, you know, when my kids knock over water and stuff like that, you know, the the most I might do is for, sometimes I get frustrated, but it's like, listen, man, you need to be, you know, pay attention. You you know, you're getting to be a big boy. Stop focusing on the iPad and focus on what you're doing when you're Mm -hmm. trying to drink your water. But a lot of times it's just easy. Oh, daddy will get a paper towel and clean it up. Or you can come help me clean it up. Right, right. You don't have to jump the gun about every single thing. You know, that stuff happens from time to time. Right. But we're all human. So at times you might get a little ticked off. It might have been one of them days where it's been a struggle. Right. Mm -hmm. The whole entire day. And here goes more work for you to clean up. And you just get irritated. And you know what I do? I might lash out and I'm like yelling. And then I check myself and I'd be like, you know what? Mommy's sorry. I do the same thing. When you own up to it, I feel like it's it's huge. Oh yeah, I'm like, mommy, sorry, mommy should not have yelled at you like that. It's not your fault. I had a long day, and you didn't deserve that. But you do need to make sure you pay attention to what you're doing in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I'll give me a hug. And it's funny because a lot of times they won't even react. And then once I apologize and I give them that hug, here comes the tears. (laughs) (laughs) They're like crying. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. But yeah, but I mean, nobody's perfect. Like we have our moments. We're human. So it's just a matter of letting the child know that just because I'm mommy doesn't mean I don't mess up. And it doesn't mean that I'm so great that I can't apologize to my child. Mm -hmm. And I take that very seriously. Yeah. So we have a lot of tips for you based off the conversation today. Um, you know, love them double hard than what you than when you discipline them. That right there, um, it, it balances it out, you know, and it lets the child know that the discipline is coming from a place of love and not punishment, so to speak. And after the discipline, you know, give them that big hug, embrace oh, yeah. them. Yes. I mean, really show them, okay, I'm hugging you. Don't don't hold on to the anger. Right. You need to let it go and move on and show your child that you're moving on. Right. That, that's kind of, that's kind of, <laughs> you the know, ma- yeah, no, 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 doubt, no, doubt. About uh, go ahead. no, 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 what I, what I was going to say real quick was basically that's the method that I use in coaching high school kids in football. Mm-hmm. I'm really hard on them, you know, but at the same time, I'm never going to try to degrade you or embarrass you, but I will jump you when I know that you should be giving more or you should be studying harder or whatever. But at the same time, I love them twice as hard, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and let them know and then give them that reassurance when they do it right. I always praise them. Yes. So it's the same method. But what were you going to say? Mommy? Yeah, no, it's just funny. The recovery time for a child versus an adult, because sometimes I'll be putting them to bed and they give me the hardest time. I'm exhausted at this point and I just want to get off my feet because I'm still shedding baby weight. So my feet hurt all the time because it's not used to carrying the load that I'm carrying right now. And um 
<laughs> I'll go to put them in the bed and I'm pissed. Like, I'm like, all right, good night. And we have this thing every night when, when we say good night. It's like, all right, I love you. I love you too. I love you three. I love you four. I love you infinity and beyond. I love you infinity to the infinite power. I love you a thousand days. And it, like, it goes on it goes over on and over a year as yeah. I'm walking out the room. <laughs> and it's cute. We do it every night. So one night I was so irritated with them. I was like, good night. And I just walk out the room. Mommy, I love you. <laughs> now they are, they're all in their happy place. And yeah. I was like, and I'm trying to like ignore them, but I don't want to be rude. So I just walk out. Love you too. Love you three. I'm like, they just pull you back in and it's just like, they even do. when you're pissed, they, they, they recover so fast that they just like, they'll check you in your emotion and you have no choice but to react. To recover fast and recover. too. And then yep. 20 minutes later when they're asleep, you're scrolling through pictures of them on your phone. Exactly. You miss them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Or watching them on a camera from my phone, yeah. stalking them. Oh, look how sweet they look. <laughs> They're so Little peaceful. angels. <laughs> Gosh, yes. So, yeah. So, um, another tip, using lavender oil to calm hyper or fussy kids or even just making it a part of the bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. So, I love having a bedtime routine with my kids. It's like bath, pajamas, give them a massage. We don't just put shea butter on their faces and call it a day. I mean, my kids get full out massages every time when it's me by myself having to like lotion them up with the shea butter after they get out. I always lay both of them on the bed and I have one hand on each and I'm just rubbing them down. And it reminds me of that episode. I mean, that part of the movie Lion King when Nala and Simba were getting their baths every time. I don't know why I always think about that, but it cracks me up. But they love it and they think it's like a competition. Like who's mommy going to finish up first? Mommy's doing both of us, you know, but, it's nice to just have that moment where it's like, you know, they're being fun and happy and you're just bonding with your kids and, and then send them off to bed and then the real peace begins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that glass of wine. Oh, That's right. yes. Pour the Camus, please. Have it ready. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, um, also, having a parent plan. You have plans before you have kids, but then you have plans after when you realize that they're starting to hit different phases in life. As they get older, the method of discipline is always going to change. Right now, for Christopher, like I said earlier, our method for change is, um, our method for his discipline at this moment is the iPad. But it's going to get to a point where that's not going to phase him either. So just having a plan like, okay, what do we need to do now? And it's always going to be based off of what they're going through mm-hmm. in their lives. And then it's it would be good to have that conversation with your spouse or your partner um, so that you're on the same page. Right. Yep. Um, and then also, if you do have a moment where you disagree, just make sure you have those conversations in private. Uh, I mean, if somebody's flat out abusing your child or, you know, being a little too rough, by all means, check that right yes, then and there. No that is not cool. So we, we never condone any type of um, child abuse or anything on that level. So, um, so yeah, my confession for today, <laughs> I don't know if y'all have any confessions, but I, I did write one down. Um, so I hate when I'm correcting my kid and I'm so upset in that moment that I start stumbling over my words <laughs> <laughs> and then they correct me. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I'm really trying not to laugh because I'm like, <laughs> I can't even think of an example right now, but they do that to me all the time. I'll say the wrong word. One time you even messed with me, Chris. I said something wrong. And you were laughing at me. <laughs> I can't remember, but I, I, I can't oh, remember sorry. what it was, but I remember the, the, the moment. Yes. You got one, Allie. I feel like the whole uh, trying to keep 
that poker face going when oh, you're disciplining your child. I, I definitely have a hard time with like last night, Sam kept getting out of bed to ask me a question. It was getting later and later. And then he told me he heard thunder and it was just like, you know, they just constantly talk themselves around so they can get it. And I just couldn't stop laughing. And so then he was laughing and it was just like, you know, I was like, Sam, no, now we really need to go to bed. Right. No, but it yeah, it's it's hard keeping a straight face sometimes. So yes, I think the ultimate thing is just making sure you enjoy your kids. Yeah, because it goes by so fast. It does. It does. It goes by so fast. I feel like it was yesterday. I just had Chase, and he's already four months. <laughs> Gosh, you yeah. know, so it just happens so fast. So you really just want to enjoy them. You shouldn't spend 90% of your time just being this strict disciplinarian yeah. and over their no. head. They're not going to be perfect. They're not soldiers. So it's you like. You got to just... ask yourself, were you perfect? <laughs> you know, and that, and, and that will put people, you know, back in the right place or the mindset and, you know, remind yourself that, you know, I wasn't perfect. They're not going to be perfect. So be patient with them. I think that's patient. my biggest tip. That's yes. great. Be patient. That's mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Having a, being having uh, kids has definitely taught me patience mm-hmm. yes. for sure. Whoa! Yes. yes, yes. Oh Lord, don't I need some more? <laughs> but yes, but thank you all for listening so much. Um, make sure you visit notforlazymoms.com. We do have a dedicated page where you can submit some comments and start even more conversation about the podcast. So check it out, and um, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. <laughs>